This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Oh my goodness. However you tuned in, whether it was here on the radio, whether it was the TV broadcast, we all witnessed one of the greatest victories in BYU basketball history tonight. BYU goes into Fog Allen Fieldhouse and knocks off number seven Kansas, handing them their first home loss of the season. Your final score, 76 to 68. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. What a game. And I was trying to find some way that accurately described just how big of a victory this was. And I mean, I, I, historic came to mind, program-defining, a signature win. However you want to describe it, it's all of those things. This was one of the greatest wins in program history. What a night for Mark Pope, his coaching staff, these players, and everybody associated with BYU basketball. And I have never been so excited to be able to read this promo for Papa John's Pizza. Remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. We will get back to Allen Fieldhouse, obviously, there's going to be some celebrating going on in the locker room. Uh, the players will be coming out if Greg and Mark are able to get a player uh, before I wrap things up back here in our BYU Radio Studios in Provo. We will certainly get you back. We don't want you to miss any of the opportunities to hear from the players or the coaches after this big win as the Cougars win 76-68 to over the Kansas Jayhawks. All right, let's uh, try and focus in on some other games going on. There are other Big 12 games currently in action. Second half in Lubbock, and it's been all Texas. The Longhorns up by 27 points over Texas Tech. It's 57-30 Texas with 15 and a half minutes to go in that one, uh, barring some sort of... Uh, collapse by the Longhorns they're going to pick up their win on the road in Lubbock earlier tonight number one Houston they win at home over Cincinnati 67 to 59 Houston now 12 and 3 in Big 12 play remember they are the number one team in college basketball uh, elsewhere top 25 action will start both locally and in the top 25 number 22 Utah State on the road taking on Fresno State, still in the first half, a little over 10 minutes to go, and the Aggies with the lead over the Bulldogs by 6 at 16-10. to 10. Uh, Earlier tonight, it was number 16, Kentucky, getting the win at Mississippi State, 91-89, to 89, and number 21, Dayton, defeats Davidson, 80-66. to 66. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back. There's an opportunity to go back to Allen Fieldhouse for uh, some postgame comments from some of the players. We will do that. Otherwise, we'll update you on some other scores, including not a great night for the Utah Jazz in Atlanta. That probably gives you an idea how that one played out. We'll get to all of it. But, hey, the important part is BYU just beat Kansas. 76-68, your final score. Back with more Cougar postgame live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars victorious in Lawrence tonight. They knock off number seven Kansas by a final score of 76 to 68. That is the first home loss for the Jayhawks all season long. Also, BYU defensively held the Jayhawks, missing their last five shots. Conversely, BYU hit their last four, and the Cougars get the win with the victory. BYU improves its overall record to 20-8. and eight. They're now a game above 500 in the Big 12 at 8-7. and seven. We'll get you back to Allen Fieldhouse for more uh, interviews coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, let's update you on the night in the NBA and the Utah Jazz beginning a three-game road trip in the Southeast. It did not go well at all. The Jazz get beat badly by the Hawks. 124-97 Atlanta defeating the Utah Jazz, they will be at Orlando coming up on Thursday night. Then they'll wrap up the road trip before heading home in Miami. Uh, elsewhere, action going on right now in Oklahoma City. The Thunder hosting the Rockets. Houston up 27-26. to 26. And in Portland tonight, the Trailblazers leading Miami 25-13. to 13. Finals from earlier today. Uh, if you did not see the end of the Cavaliers-Mavericks game, I highly suggest you go online and find it. Uh, Max Struess hit a three-quarter court uh, shot to win the game at the buzzer. It was unbelievable. 121, sorry, spoiler alert. 121-119, the Cavs defeat the Dallas Mavericks. The Orlando Magic get the win at home over Brooklyn, 108-81. Warriors, road win at Washington, 123-112 is the final score. Boston wins at home over Philly, 117-99. Big win for the Pelicans, winning in New York at Madison Square Garden, 115-92. Timberwolves, winners at home over San Antonio, 114-105. The Pistons defeat the Bulls in Chicago, 105-95. And Milwaukee defeating Charlotte, 123-85. All right, final score, BYU 76, number 7 Kansas, 68 Cougars get the win. They will be back at home on Saturday hosting the TCU Horn Frogs. All right after the break, we'll get you back to Allen Fieldhouse for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. Your final score, BYU 76, Kansas 68. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU with his first ever win in Lawrence. Third time was a charm here at Allen Fieldhouse, 76-68. BYU over KU. BYU last played here in days of yore, 1959 and 1971. Here in the modern age, BYU's an eight-point winner. Let's get to our Waystar, star of the game in this one. How we're going to go stars of the game, co-stars in this one. We're going to go with Jackson Robinson and Dallin Hall in this one. Jax is with us on headset. We'll be talking to him in a second. Dallin Hall, 18, and Jackson Robinson, 18. Dallin added uh, four rebounds and three assists to his tally. He made three threes, five of six free throws. Jackson, six of 15 from the field, four threes, made both of his free throws, added three rebounds in a physical game. A wild night that goes to BYU, and that's the Waystar co-stars of the game, brought to you by Waystar. Simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. Jackson Robinson on the headset. Jack, congrats to you and the boys. Uh, man, how do you describe coming to this place and in your first ever look at this floor and against this team coming away with the win? 
Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Um, growing up as a kid, just seeing all this uh, on TV and then finally walking in l- last night for shoot around and just seeing it in real life was so surreal. Um, I mean, I think all of us as players and coaches felt the same way about that. But uh, once we stepped on the floor, we knew it was go time and um, it was a crazy, crazy crowd. But mm. we stayed together um, and I don't think any of it got to us. Uh, I know there was a couple times that coach might have got riled up we might have got riled up but I think us as a unit did a great job of keeping our composure and just moving on to the next play and it paid off did that technical foul situation help you guys out did it maybe bring you a little little to get like did you I felt like you responded well to it uh I mean I think so in a way um obviously we wish we could have done it without the tech but (laughs) um I think us as as a team like I said stay composed throughout the whole game um there were a lot of calls that didn't go our way but we just made sure that we didn't let it affect us and we came out with a win. Well, congratulations, Jackson. I mean, uh, that's an all-time win. You guys should be applauded for the way how hard you played. What you, you come in here knowing it's Kansas. Obviously, got Hunter Dickinson, really physical, good team. What were some of the uh, key points of your game plan, and how do you guys think you you know match that? Oh yeah, you know um, we knew Hunter's a, a great player. Um, we knew he was going to get his touches, and we just tried to limit those and. Uh, make it really hard for him in the post. So um, when he caught the ball, we just made sure that we came over and trapped and helped off a little bit on other players. Uh, we know this is a team that doesn't shoot a lot of threes, so we just made sure that we were, you know, in the gaps very heavy, um, helping off a little bit, sagging, um, but also being there on the catch to, to catch the move with those guys that do want to get downhill. Um, and I think we did a great job of that. Um, the last three road games have been rough for us on the defensive end, but I think we took a really huge step forward. So it felt like to me you guys were just in it the whole way, like like they were never going to get too far away. from. Even if it was 12 points, I felt like you were a couple shots away from being right where you needed to be. And was that kind of the vibe you guys felt too with KU tonight? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, it was – it was a crazy game, like I said. Um, still just thinking back on it was amazing. But, um, you know, just making sure that we kept our composure the whole time, stayed focused on what we could control, um, and just coming out with the win was huge. Uh, we knew coming into this game we definitely weren't favored to win it, but um, I think that, that really drove us. Um, and we came in here and made history, and I think it's something that we'll always remember for the rest of our lives. You know, sometimes after big wins, players get asked, you know, is your phone blowing up? And and I'm sure it has or will, but I, I don't I don't really get asked. But look how many how many how many texts do I have now, Jackson? Twenty six. I got twenty six texts. He's, he's not that popular, <laughs> and I'm not that popular. So the fact that my phone is blowing up says something about this one tonight. So, uh, <laughs> oh, but man, alive. Uh, to and and I want to hit the bounce back from you guys. Last four losses you've had in league. The next game's been a win. What is it about this team that that doesn't let things get too sideways? Uh, we don't quit. Um, we've been, um, you know, in a position where people have, have been doubting us since we started in this league, even before the season. And um, I think this this team's done a great job of just staying staying together, uh, not listening to the outside noise. And all we want to do is get better. Um, even after losses, uh, we go home just as frustrated as anybody else. And, uh, you know, we go home, figure out what we can do better, get in the film room, get in on the gym, on the court. Uh, just figure out ways to get better. And I think Coach does a really good job of, of helping us with that. Um, and then, like, nights like this are the perfect opp- opportunity to 
um, you know, just bounce back from, from losses like last week. Before I let Mark jump back in, I'm, I'm going to show you a, a screenshot of something someone just sent me. <laughs> and now, this is radio, so I guess we should describe it that it is, it is Jackson Robinson in mid-yell. Emotion. In Doesn't mid- happen very often. In, in mid-yell as the game goes Emotion. final. We don't see a lot of this, but that's a beautiful sight to see, Jackson. It is. It is. I think I had to let one out, especially in this place. <laughs> Well, you, obviously you're excited there in that picture. But to give us a sense of the locker room, Jackson, I imagine that was a happy place. Man, it was amazing. Um, it was a moment that, like I said, us as teammates and coaches will always remember for the rest of our lives. Um, we got in there. We were super pumped up, excited, and uh, just really wanted to enjoy the the excitement together. And, um, you know, it was, it was just amazing. Well, as big as this win was, and it's one of the biggest in BYU basketball history by far, there's work to be done. you got more league games to play and win and a conference tournament to play and, and March Madness after that. It's just another step on the journey, but what an enjoyable step tonight, right? That's right. That's right. we got to keep going. Um, this is definitely not the end, and we know we got more to, more to prove. So let's get back in the gym. It's a great win, but tomorrow we go to work. Do you know who you have, ne- do you, do you know who you have next? Uh, TCU. TCU, Saturday TCU. at your place. We'll be there. You'll be there. We'll see you then. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank Jackson. you, Jackson. That Thank is Jackson you. Robinson. We'll come back with the coach, Mark Pope, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach, Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Well, you know, it's uh, it's hard to come into a place like this and and walk around and I got a bit of a tour of this place from my broadcast colleague, Brian Haney, from, from Kansas. He's the, the Jayhawks radio broadcaster. He took me around the building a little bit earlier today and took me some of the places that people don't get to see. And, and you know, after all of that, it's hard to not be a little bit just kind of in awe of where you are. And then when you put the team on the floor that you're facing, you realize how tall a task it is to, to, to win a game here. So many things just make it overwhelming almost that, that to win the way BYU did makes it equally overwhelming in a positive sense just to realize the magnitude of what you pulled yeah. off. This is one of, again, one of the biggest wins in BYU basketball history. It's a regular season game, so you may not give it as much weight as maybe saying advancing to the Elite Eight or, or things like that, but it's, uh, it's, as, it's as big a regular season game as BYU's ever won. You think about the Gonzaga game back in 2020 pre-COVID, how massive that was. Um, you know, Kansas, BYU's beaten higher-ranked teams. Kansas was seventh, but still is a top-ten team with a 19-game home win streak. And it's Kansas at the fog. I mean, come on now. I mean, this and to do it in your first crack in your first year in the Big 12 to basically put the, the, the stamp on all those locks that people are giving you in the NCAA tournament just to kind of reiterate who you are and what you are and what you can become and how you respond and all these things, it's just a, it's, it's a monumental night. For, for BYU basketball. Yeah, historical night, and you, you put it beautifully. I, j- just the circumstances around it make it extra special, obviously, given the history here and this venue and this, their hit in, and what, you know, Bill Sell and this, this good Kansas team. I mean, they didn't go down without swinging, um, and uh, BYU took every punch and punched back harder. Really remarkable, remarkable performance, and I think I said this already, but 
I've in all my years of broadcasting, 27 years, I really felt as I'm I'm walk I'm looking at this angle and I'm watching the teams play, and it's dark and you, you see the fa- fans hanging on every second. It, I felt like I was in a movie. I really no, you did. did. It was yeah. like Hoosiers. It was like th- this is the coolest thing. And I, I almost. <laughs> separated from my body I guess and I just couldn't let myself believe that it could actually happen for BYU until they they made it so you could not help but believe at the end and and that was just really cool and I'm glad you put it that way because this is this is an iconic venue and it's 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 kind of cavernous it's got this big sloping roof it's it's and the noise just reverberates but it's not massive it's a single single level there's no upper concourse it's a single tiered or a single a single bowl and it's not massive by size but they squeeze 16,300 people in here because no a lot chairs. of this is bleachers yeah. <laughs> you know the, uh, most of this place is bleachers and so you can really move people in and and so it's probably as tightly a compacted big crowd as we've ever been in front of and the noise was relentless tonight start to finish really and now at the end yes we, we, we noted how unusual it was to see people actually leaving this building early that does not happen it did tonight a lot of people left early but the the mass of people and and the consistency of noise and the sense that they're on top of you and how they supported their team and uh, yeah, unforgettable and, night and then for BYU to perform Given all of that, in that pressure situation, you're on the verge of greatness, but you everything working against you to perform and hit big play after big play. Jackson and Dallin and Trevin misses a shot by a mile. The next time down, they go to him again. He nails it. And Dallin Hall taking it to the hoop and guys making their free throws. Uh, to perform at that high level in such a big situation in, the, in such an adverse environment is really remarkable. I mean, that was amazing to watch. And let's also um, note the fact and and reiterate the notion that this was a team that took a heck of a gut punch just a few days ago, and just a few miles away. That that was that was a tough day for the Kooks Saturday up in Manhattan, yeah. and and the the decision they made to actually go home. They were home by dinner time that night. Go home, get some time in the evening, get a Sunday off, have a practice in Provo, and. And I sensed it last night, and I'm sure you sensed it here this morning. This was a loose, confident, feeling good team, even after a tough Saturday. And it speaks to the resilience. And I'll re- and I'll I'll restate the point about how they're they're four and zero coming off their last four losses, and and this is a tough league in which to bounce back. It just is not easily done. And, and get yet, any tougher than and this And yet one. this was the toughest bounce back because of the previous three setbacks. The bounce back win came at home. Yeah. To have to bounce back at Allen Fieldhouse. Where this team hadn't lost in 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 19 games, uh, just more than uh, outstanding the effort that BYU put forth and, today. And the defense had been maligned and, and had not played well. What a great job to hold Kansas, one of the top shooting teams in the country, under 40 percent, 68 points uh, on their home floor. Got the big stops at the end. Kansas was 0 for their last five. BYU four for their last four. As good as the offense was. They got every stop they needed. And then the rebound. There was one position that oh, Kansas got a couple rebounds. But other than that, they got every rebound. They got one chance for Kansas. And uh, Noel was big on the boards. Foose got a big rebound. Spencer is always a great rebounder. So credit their defense and the effort on the boards late, especially. Sometimes the game turns out the way you think it was going to turn out. And we, we, we knew that for BYU to have a shot, 
they'd have to do what they do best. They'd have to have a shot. Yeah, and and Kansas would have to kind of uh, play the game it plays, which is really two-point reliant and not very three-point dependent, and that disparity alone could be the difference. Kansas will take the exchange rate on twos for threes, but against a team like BYU, if they're going to hit 13, you may not come out on the winning end despite that exchange rate, and that's exactly what happened tonight. The Cougars had a prototypical good night for them, 13 for 34. If you were to say, if you were to talk about a perfect evening for BYU, or not perfect, but the evening you want, you want 13 for 34 is basically the game because you're getting up between 30 yep. and 40, which is what he wants. And That's he wants the formula between, And right you want there. between 10 and 15 makes. 13 for 34, you're going to win that game. And BYU won that game tonight. It's not Kansas's game. Uh, as strong as Kansas is in many areas, this is not their strength, three-point shooting. And uh, there's, there's a reason BYU decided to be an outlier and hyperbolic, as, uh, as Coach Pope puts it, it was with, with the three-point shooting. It was four nights like tonight. And a night like tonight goes BYU's way. The final score is 76-68, to 68, the Cougars over the Jayhawks. And it's BYU's first ever win in Lawrence. They were 0-2 here all time, Went losing in 1959 when the building was four years old and back in 1971 with Kresimer Chosich, I do believe. Yeah, we might have got a little help from the spirit of <laughs> Kresimer up there late in this game. Uh, they, they, got, they got some good breaks, uh, Kresimer-esque. So BYU improved to two and four all time against uh, KU. The one win for BYU came at the Old Smith Fieldhouse back in the day in 1960. So it had been 60, rather it had been yeah 64 years, almost 64 years since BYU had beaten uh, KU, and the Cougs do it tonight. The last KU game that we called together was at the Maui Invitational back in uh, 2019. Yeah. You played pretty well in that game. It yeah. got away from them a little bit late. That was a good tournament for them. And I think BU I feel B- I feel avenged because I lost to Kansas in the NCAA, NCAA tournament. tournament. That so game was I, at the Rosemont good. Horizon outside Chicago. Uh, a Rex Walters, Rex Walters team. Ostertag. Yeah, good good team. So BYU 76 and Kansas 68 is our final score, and the Cougars win a game in which they trailed at halftime for only the second time this year. The only other one was against NC State in Las Vegas. Came back from down to win there. And it's the first game all year that BYU has won when trailing at the five-minute mark. (laughs) With five minutes to go, BYU was behind in this game. I want to get the exact score here so I don't mess this up. Uh, With five minutes to play, BYU trailed by a score of 58-57. to Okay, it was only a one-point deficit, but they were behind. And before tonight, the Cougars were... 19-0, 19-0, leading at the five-minute mark, and 0-8, trailing at the five-minute mark. Well, you can make them 1-8 now because they got to c- come back in the final five minutes to take this one tonight here in Lawrence. Yeah, those streaks are meant to stop, and uh, it stopped in a big way tonight. Really, that last five minutes, what a remarkable performance. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff. That, that was uh, just great offense, great defense. You're happy for the guys. And I hope you can use this as a springboard because as awesome as this was, you still got a lot of season left, and this may help you get a better seed in the tournament. But you also have to keep – got to go home and win. You got to win, win at home and then maybe another magical night at Iowa State. Who knows? But if BYU can take care of business and build off this, then and why shouldn't they? They should get a lot of confidence uh, out of this uh, performance. And, uh, and the sky's the limit for this team. Another quad one win for BYU. Up a couple spots in Ken Palm tonight. They'll be probably up a spot or two or more, maybe in the net tomorrow. We'll see how that turns out. Just, uh, you know, kind of a buttresses the uh, NCAA tournament resume. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt BYU is going to be playing in the tournament. The fact that BYU is a no-doubt tournament team with still games to play in the Big 12 in their first year We're in this always league. always sweating no matter what in the past years. And now oh, it's The WCC, like, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So everything about this 
conference is great, and you come here to Kansas, everybody's so wonderful and uh, knowledgeable and love the sport, treat you well. I mean, it's just this is this is basketball heaven, and uh, and to get a win is is just the proverbial cherry on top. The Cougars come to a college basketball cathedral, and alleluia, <laughs> BYU wins at 76 to 68. brother. And you know what? We, we uh, in our broadcast uh, box here, we have my mic, we have your mic, and we have a crowd mic. Well, that crowd mic, I had to turn down at, at many points tonight because it just was too loud in our headsets, and our mics picked up enough crowd to do the crowd mic's job so because it was that it was that <laughs> unceasingly loud in this building tonight. One of the things I liked was uh, one time you were it was a second free throw, and you were just going to let the crowd tell you if it was made or missed, and uh, you didn't say anything. You got to say something because you made it. And the BYU fans here made it so loud it sounded like Kansas. I'm like, you got to tell them that he made it. And the fans aren't cheering that he missed it. So, again, as always, Cougar Nation comes out and got a special one today. All right, Mark Pope is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. ...are essential for your health. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. To Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. BYU 76 and Kansas 68 is our final score. Uh, Mark Pope will be popping on the headset momentarily. Greg and Mark with you as BYU will now uh, head home happily and uh, get ready for TCU on the weekend. BYU will do so with an 8-7 and seven record in Big 12 play. That's currently tied for fifth. And it's tied for fifth with Texas Tech. Should they fall to Texas tonight, Texas leading 69-50 to 50 late in Lubbock. And Texas uh, would improve to 7-8. and eight. They'd be out of that fifth-place tie. So the, five, the fifth-place tie teams would be Texas Tech, TCU, and BYU all at 8-7 and seven in conference play. And... Uh, to be an upper-tier team when you're 15 games into an 18-game Big 12 schedule and you're picked to finish 13th by the coaches before the year, not too bad, Mark. Now, now I start to get greedy. I mean, I'm never happy, and I don't know what the top four records are. If there's any chance to sneak in that top four, that would be a double buy, and that could be, that would be very important. Obviously, you have to, have to do a lot of work in the last couple of weeks here, but this was a big win. BYU, again, uh, bouncing back from its most recent setback uh, with a W, and it comes ending Kansas's 19-game home court win streak. They were 7-0 and in league at home and 14-0 and at home on the season. Again, Bill Self loses an average of less than one home game per year, and this is the one for this year. BYU head coach Mark Pope is popping on the headset. And we are so happy to welcome him to the broadcast and say to him, as so many have already done, congratulations on a uh, milestone win for this BYU basketball program at one of the college basketball cathedrals of this country. Yeah, wow, huh, guys? I mean, first of all, um, so much uh, love for Kansas 
this venue for every BYU fan. Uh, you you have to find a way to get into this gym when we play one time. It just is. It is really special, and it's like actually nowhere I've been. It's um, it just has its own feel and its own uniqueness, and and uh, so we're super. And the history is incredible, and um, so we're just grateful to play in the game. And then couldn't be more proud of the way our guys battled, um, and uh, and the way they fought, and the way they hung together, and the, the way they kept their composure. It was a really special night for for the Cougs. Of course, the way it turns out affects how you feel about it, but the experience, the Allen Fieldhouse experience, was I'm sure everything you hoped it would be for your guys. Yeah, um, and it's it's interesting, you know. You you walk into this jam and it's definitely loud and people are just packed on top of each other on top of us and and um, playing against you know one of the all-time greatest coaches in the coach in college basketball in, in, in one of the meccas of college basketball against a great team that hasn't lost at home this year and maybe in the last 30 years I don't know and and um, and uh, and we had a bunch of guys, you know, I'll tell you, I told the guys in the locker room after the game, um, you know, we're just, you know, and come follow me right now. We're just we've just passed uh, um, some some scriptures that talk about um, God um, consecrating our afflictions. And we talked about that after the game in the locker room, just in the sense that sometimes really tough things can happen to us and we don't understand why. And then and then and then Heavenly Father just turns them into something um, even beyond our wildest dreams. And and I, I can't go into detail about some of our guys, but uh, our guys got to witness that tonight um, with with really our, uh, this consecration of our afflictions. And I'm just I'm grateful. It's um, you know we're a faith based team, and and uh, and we got to experience um, so, uh, one of the really special moments of being a faith based team tonight. Well, congrats, coach. I mean that was a special thing to to watch. I'm happy for you and the guys, and for BYU fans. I, I want to just cur- I'm just curious. When you're thinking about this game right right now, what were some of the big moments? What were some of the big plays yeah. that come to come to your mind right now? Yeah, so I, I was proud of how the guys hung in there. Uh, you know, uh, this, their switching was problematic for us. You know, we, we uh, there's a bunch of ways we attack switches. We actually never got to live ball slips tonight. We kept talking about it. We just couldn't get to it. I know it's technical terminology but um and we, we end up boomerang a lot in the first half which is you kind of isolate the switch and then you get a live ball back and you get to play and we were just settling for really uncomfortable uncharacteristic shots for us and we did a bad job exploiting that early on and we did a much better job exploiting it in the second half especially down the stretch uh foos helped us uh, a lot kind of get to a short roll game and get to a post game and just his physicality um so uh you know we we didn't really get in much transition offense uh but we we liked a lot of what we were feeling. We just shot the ball poorly in the first 30 minutes. Uh, defensively, I thought our guys were tough all night long. Um, you know, this Hunter Dickinson is such a problem. He's, he's the only post player I've ever uh, we've ever played against it on either the right or the left block over his right shoulder or his left shoulder on either block is essentially over a one point per possession. He's just a problem. There's not even a way to steer your guys. And he's super effective playing out of doubles. I thought our guys were great in terms of their anticipation of being there on the baseline monster, uh, baseline double team. And then really our first pass out was exceptional. So I was really proud of that. So that's an overview of the way I felt in the game. Uh, clearly guys had epic moments. Jax had to step in at the one for long portions of this game. And I thought he, he he performed wonderfully uh, down, of course, down the stretch, made some huge plays. I thought Noah on the defensive glass late was incredible, coming up with the game-winning rebounds. Um, you know, there's so so much credit for so many guys going around. Uh, even Keegan Brown probably gave the 
greatest pregame speech that we've ever had in the locker room before we came out on the floor. So uh, everybody made a difference tonight. Tell people who Keegan Brown is. Keegan Brown is our uh, director of analytics and strategy. And he is, um, if you can imagine, a numbers cruncher. He's a very um, stoic uh, he's, a, he's a perfect fool for me because he just is about the data and the numbers, and he doesn't get swayed by emotion. And then he gave one of the most emotional, heartfelt, like, pregame speeches that involved some uh, vandalism of his own personal property uh, <laughs> before the game. And it was really special for our guys to see he works so hard for us, and he, he on purpose, as part of his job, stays so even-keeled. And for our guys to see his emotion tonight, uh, it was really special. It was just one of the uh, a thousand special moments tonight. It wasn't the optimal whistle for some of the night, but this was a very physical night from start to finish. There were 43 combined fouls uh, in this game, and there were more than 50 free throws taken in this game. And it just it seemed like it reflected the pulsating atmosphere in this building tonight. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we're at that point in the season, guys. Uh, we have three games left, and everybody in this league is feeling it. Like, everyone is. Um, uh, and, 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 and the thing is, is that we just came to Kansas and played in this game, and then we're going to go home and that game's going to be bigger. And then we're going to, you know, go back on the road and that game's going to be even bigger. And it, we're just in that season where there's never going to be a time where the volume dials down. It's just going to keep going up incrementally. Um, and and I'll, I'll add on. Clearly, I'm I'm excited and talkative <laughs> tonight. Um, one of the best moments of the night was, uh, you know, there's a little um, conversation with the referees, um, with just uh, you know, I don't know, five minutes left, guys, give or take. And um, there was uh, the the um, you know, Coach Robinson jumped in and probably saved me. And um, then I went and sat down in the huddle. And and what was really beautiful, my guys were a hundred percent composed. They were not rattled. And we took a breath. And the guys stayed really, really focused. And, and they didn't even let, you know, that distract them. And and uh, it was in that moment in the huddle where I'm like I was worried about coming back to the huddle and be like, okay, I gotta I gotta calm the guys down and get them back focused. But when I got there, I'm like, oh, these guys are already locked in and focused and 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 laser focus that doesn't guarantee you a win but it guarantees that you're going to go be totally focused on the moment and executing what what the moment requires and they did it tonight my brother Devin texted me to to wish you tell me to wish you congratulations Russ Larson was here at the game you saw him earlier and uh, I know in in one sense it's the next conference game but do you kind of get an appreciation for how big a win this was in this environment for this program to be here finally and then to perform so well yeah, I'm, I'm just happy. Listen, you know, this has been uh, – clearly we have so much growing to do. Uh, you know, we're going to get better and better and better. Um, but this, you know, starting from just walking into this building, which is such a special place, and this is one of, you know – two or three or maybe four meccas of college basketball. This is the birthplace of college basketball in, in some real senses. And um, and nobody comes in here and wins. And and just the opportunity to come play in this environment was really special for our guys to perform the way they did was really special. And then on a bigger scale, you think about Cougar Nation has been waiting for 100 years to be able to make these venues a part of who we are. And... Um, and these guys are, you know, these players are doing a masterful, and the, and the staff, that, you know, my assistant coaches and everybody on the staff are doing a masterful job of, of trying to prove to the world that we actually belong here. All right, closing comments from the coach coming up after this short break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU defeats number seven, Kansas, by a score of 76-68 here tonight at Allen Fieldhouse. BYU's first ever victory at this venerable venue. Let's get to the Economics Partners' valuable stat of the game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. I'm actually going to turn this one over to Coach Pope. Pope, Coach Pope, what do you think tonight's most valuable stat was for your team in this game? Oh, man, guys, I haven't even looked at the stats. Uh, you know, holding them under 70 was really important for okay. us. We haven't done that a lot. And really proud of Coach Fennell and the entire staff and all the players for making a concerted effort to really, really do that. Uh, to come into this venue and be a seven-turnover team is, uh, you know, you think about the contrast of us this year from last year, and, and that's one of the things that is so beautiful about experience uh, that, that uh, I'm, I'm really excited about. Um, you know, we got back over 10 made threes, uh, and it looked like it was going to take us 50 to get over 10 made threes. Um, but, you know, the guys made shots down the stretch. So I'm really proud of that. To, you know, um, uh, so so there's so much I'm proud of. I, th- I think what I'm most proud of, though, guys, is probably not a stat. It's, um, you know, we're like I, I keep saying this, and I, I, I hate to – I don't know how it sounds, but, um, you know, there's faith infused throughout our team. Uh, there's faith of the institution of BYU and there's faith in, in our guys have for each other and there's faith. You know, we talk about urgency and faith all the time. Uh, you think about Dallin Hall tonight in the, in the print media, he said, he's just like, hey, we just, we just kind of go about our job and they talked about some of those late shots. He's like, and then, and then when the opportunity arises, you just proceed with faith. Um, and, 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 then, and then what, we're re- what, we're, what we do is we proceed with faith and then we're willing to accept God's plan for us. And, and um, this this urgency and faith stat, if you want to call it, um, it, it lets you play with confidence because you're just so confident that God's plan for us is going to be the most important thing, and so you can go with all the urgency you have. And I don't want to sound like I'm te- pre- preaching a sermon, but this is just infused in our team right now, and that doesn't guarantee us wins or losses. It just guarantees that we're going to compete with all the heart we have and all the emotion we have and, and, that, and that we're going to um, – you know, we're, we're going to be even more urgent than we, we ever could because we're not wasting any energy on the anxiety or trying to less, waste less energy on the anxiety. And I think you saw that tonight, and, that, and, and I, would, I would credit that with a lot of how our guys stayed so composed. You guys followed your loss on Saturday by having a faith-filled Sunday by going home yeah. and taking a little bit of time. Looking back on it, the way you ran it, do you think it might have helped your approach to the second game of this swing? Well, thanks to Joey Johnson, it was a no-brainer because we had to get home for, for Spence to see his son. You know, it's, <laughs> it's um, and so that that made it a super easy decision. But all the guys kind of felt like, hey, you know, since we're getting back early, let's go home. And um, you know, I'll tell you what, um, you know, these um, ah, geez, the, these. These Sundays um, are pretty special to us. You know, we're, we're the team in the league that it ends up being a one-day prep every Tuesday. And um, I'm believing I'm believing more and more that our prep on Sunday is probably more important than our prep on Monday. And I just think that that's probably true. And, and uh, again, it doesn't guarantee wins or losses, but I'm just a believer in that. And, and uh, so it, it, was, it was the right call for our guys. And, and we're fortunate that... Um, that we kind of have these 
um, guidelines to follow. And you're speaking, you're speaking of personal prep on Sunday. A hundred percent. Personal and spiritual uh, rejuvenation and prep. Um, I, I think it's, you know, the Sabbath is the Sabbath. And it's, it's, um, it's a day that's given to us uh, for a very specific purpose. And and um, I'm, I'm grateful for it. So, um, you know, again, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of our guys and really, really grateful. One of the things I love about this win, Coach, is that everybody made big plays, whether it's obviously Dallin and, yeah. and uh, Jackson hit some big shots. Noah was great on the boards late. Yes. Uh, Fusini Traore, he had a couple down low yeah. where he could have shot it, but he yeah. kicked it out for open three. Yeah. He had five assists. Yep. I can go down the list, but everybody stepped up and made big plays for you. It's, it's cool. You know, you think about it, Ollie, and this Dickinson is such a problem, and Ollie and, and Foos um, were able to be as physical with them as, as they could all night long, and it's a little bit of a two-on-one effort, and that makes it complicated. Um, I thought their physicality was really special. Uh, Dallin and Trevin and Spence had moments that were important. And, and listen, um, you know, Trey Stewart's minutes are really important to us, guys. They're really important. There's not a lot of minutes, but we probably don't win this game without Trey Stewart. And, and um, so – it's, um, you know, we're getting contributions from uh, Richie Saunders, you know, played so incredibly hard the whole night. And um, so it is, it literally is every single guy on our team. We can't do it without him. And, and we got a, we got a long road ahead of us. We got, we got, uh, you know, like I said, Saturday is going to be a bigger challenge than today was. And, and um, that's why this league is so spectacular. And that's why getting into, you know, working our way, we're, we're really on, the cusp of postseason play where every game gets bigger and every game gets bigger and we're going to try and remain even keeled and f- urgent and faithful as we proceed forward and and uh and then we're going to hope for the best results well mark durant called tonight's game a movie and it was a movie with a happy ending for cougar nation and how about cougar nation you had a lot yeah. of people i don't know how they get in because the building sold out every game but they got in tonight and <laughs> yeah let made you hear it so uh, i i hope cougar nation anybody that's listening to this i hope you know that you were represented so we we run out of the gym and apparently a massive chorus of literally the cougar fight song uh erupted like the entire cougar fight song that is spectacular and we had people i had people uh a family that's just moved here from i mean there's a mass of people but just the people i ran into family from singapore people from all over the state of kansas and oklahoma and dallas and and utah and uh we're just we're we, we understand how blessed we are to have the opportunity to 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 play for for such an extraordinary fan base and and i a part of it is because we're all in this together we're all scratching and clawing and trying to stay alive and above water together and and we couldn't do it out with, without the fans that were here and and we're great for all the fans back home we can't wait to get back into merit center on saturday saturday night byu and tcu thrilling night I'm glad we could all be a part of it with you again congrats to you and the boys and we'll see you back in town Thanks, G. Appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you. That is Coach Mark Pope, and that will do it for tonight's broadcast from Allen Fieldhouse in Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. BYU's a winner, 76-68. to Let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our control board operators tonight were uh, James Finlayson, along with uh, Seth Larson, to Ethan Arkell on the editor, we had uh, Barry Squires as our chief engineer, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill in operations. Our appreciation goes to uh, Chris Dyson from uh, Kansas, the basketball communications director for the Jayhawks, 
And to Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, to BYU's basketball communications director, Tyson Jex, helping us out with pre- and post-game interviews. Thanks to Nick Robinson for his pre-game interview with Jason Shepard you heard tonight. We had Coach Pope pre- and post-game and Jackson Robinson joining us post-game. And so for all of those folks, that leaves the guys on the headset. So, wow. <laughs> hey, listen. BYU ran a picket fence, and they did not get caught watching the paint dry, man. They got it done tonight. What a great finish. What a great game, uh, all-time game in, in, in just a temple of basketball. And uh, I thought it was just fantastic. And now you enjoy that, and I, I will, trust me. And, and now this team's got great things ahead of them. Uh, and hopefully this will not be the highlight of the season for this team. Yeah. And if they keep playing like they did tonight, look out. All right, for Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning us in tonight. Hope you enjoyed the game along with us. It was so much fun to bring it to you. Truly a thrill and a, uh, a bucket list moment just getting into the building and certainly a bucket list outcome after tonight's final score of 76-68, to 68, BYU on top. We're back with you from the Marriott Center Saturday night, BYU and TCU. That's the Cougars' next game on the hardwoods. Uh, join us Thursday from Studio C at BYU TV for another edition of BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, where we'll look back on this game and this win over KU at Allen Fieldhouse. So for Mark and everyone else, my name is Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.